1: Good morning and welcome back to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm David Hosterman alongside my co-host Jonathan Edwards from Citywide Home Loans. In the studio this morning, we have the luxury of having our MVP guest host Michael Rittner with Rittner Realty Inc. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. John, how are you doing today? Great. How you doing, Dave? Doing good. We got Michael Rittner on the show today. I'm pretty pumped up about that.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Michael's been on the show a couple of times. So I know. Great so- to have him
1: back on the show. Michael, thanks for coming on.
2: Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me again. I appreciate the opportunity.
1: Yeah, I got to throw out our quick yellow card of the show that Citywide Home Loans and Rittner Realty, Inc. are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other party.
0: All right, guys, so today we're really going to kind of break down the market. Where we're at as of today, uh, it's early January 2023. For those of you that have been hiding under a rock, interest rates have gone up quite a bit, which has caused a little bit of a stir in the real estate market, uh, one in which we haven't seen for quite some time. So Michael's going to help us break that down. We're going to talk about some strategies for buyers as well as sellers today too. Michael, thanks for coming back on the show.
2: Absolutely. Again, thank you, guys. I appreciate the opportunity to come back on and uh, talk about the Denver real estate market.
1: Yeah, and for listeners out there, with this being a sports uh, radio network, I don't know if you know this, John, but uh, Mike and I go way back, sports related. How far back? Uh, God, that was back in early 2000s wasn't it yeah it was <laughs> yeah we used to uh, we used to work at cherry hills country club together okay in the bag room so yeah with it being a sports show and everything thought i would throw that out there so we've yep. known each other uh since then and we actually went to uh Arapahoe high school together as well so uh, michael's been in this industry for quite a number of years his father was also in the industry so he sort of grew up knowing real estate right michael
2: Yeah, I did. So, uh, I am a a Denver native. Not many of us out there. Not many of us out there. So, born and raised in Denver. Uh, I have been selling real estate for about 17 years since 2006. I got my license right out of college. Uh, Like Dave said, uh, my father, Bill, has been licensed in Denver since 1979. Wow. So, this is his 44th year. Holy cow. And then, uh, (laughs) also, just pre-COVID, my wife, Tabitha... Got her real estate license and is part of uh, Rittner Realty as well. So we like to say combined, we have over 60 years of experience in the Denver metro (laughs) area, which uh, I'm sure is uh, hard to come by.
1: No, totally. And and do us a favor, like John was mentioning, you know, obviously the industry's changed a ton. I think he hit on interest rates. Uh, You know, he said interest rates have gone up. But ironically, just over like the past week, they've actually been coming back down. Yeah. Uh, the ten year Treasury has been fluctuating between the high three point threes to three point fours. And for our listeners out there, the ten year treasury is really what's a leading indicator as to where rates are at. So we've we saw a huge spike in interest rates, and now they've come down, and I'm hoping that they will just start to stabilize. But that's the that's the you know market trends on the mortgage end of things. Michael, why don't you tell our listeners just a A little bit about the market trends on on the real estate side of
2: things. Sure, absolutely. So I have some stats from uh, DMAR, which is the Denver Denver Metro Association of Realtors. And uh, the year-end for 2022 stats came out about a a week ago. And so we have uh, 4,757 active listings, both uh, single-family and condominiums. And the interesting thing I like about this stat is if you look at it uh, from the prior month, They do say it's down about 23 or 24%, which is a decent drop. Okay. But if you look at it year over year, so we take December of 21 and December of 22. uh, December of 21, we had the all-time low of inventory that's been on record, and it was 1,477 units. Wow. So you look at that now, and we are 222% higher in active inventory than we were a year ago. Um so you know, from a buyer standpoint, you have almost three times the amount of homes to look at this year as you did compared to last year. Uh so that's a great stat.
0: I, I love that. I mean what a huge opportunity for buyers that wasn't there, what, just a year ago? A little over a year ago?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: that's crazy. That is a lot more inventory. And
1: and I think I think too with the inventory aspect is you're not putting so much pressure on these buyers. Before, you know, when we were at that all-time low in inventory in December, like you mentioned, these buyers had so much pressure on them that they were making rash decisions. They were getting trigger-happy. And, and ultimately, a lot of these buyers got into houses that they probably regret.
2: I, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you agree? I, I agree. Um, I don't know if I'd necessarily <laughs> say regret, but, uh, yeah. you know, you yeah, you have more yeah. options. We were seeing – People had to make these rapid fire decisions exactly. in 24 hours. Do I want this house? Do I want to throw my cards in the mix? Do I want to, um, you know, I attempt- want to overpay
0: for it. quite yeah, exactly. And they and, and they knew that they were overpaying for it, but it's like how much, right? Is the market going to stabilize? Is this going to be all right? Our value is going to come crashing down. And so, yeah, I mean, fast decisions, Very fast decisions.
2: Fast, yes. And to take one of the, a couple more stats and then we can move on. But, um, I know uh, days on market is always a big thing. We've seen that uh, remain pretty low over the last few years, uh, somewhere usually in the 20 range. Yeah. Um, Last month, our average days on the market is 43 days. So uh, we are up, it's up 138% from the previous year. So we're seeing homes stay on the market a little longer. We're seeing more available homes for these buyers to look at and you match that and it just is... A much better opportunity for somebody who maybe has been thinking about buying over the last year or two to really uh, get in the game and, uh, you know, really have a more fair playing field yes. rather than um, all the cards being in, in the seller's hand.
1: Well, and I think you took the words right out of my mouth is leveling the playing field. <laughs> now it's stabilizing the market, which is huge. I know I know you guys, fortunately enough, on that Days on Market, you had a listing come up in during christmas time right
2: yeah we did we had a a listing come on the market during christmas and you know obviously everybody always thinks that uh winter time and really kind of between thanksgiving and the new years is a slower time but uh put a house on the market you know got with my seller and came up with what we thought was a you know a reasonable list price and yeah. it actually went under contract within about 10 days
0: that's huge that's great
2: and if
1: if anybody out there really wants to you know list their property or look at buying taking advantage of some of these buyer opportunities what's the best number that they can reach you at michael
2: yeah my cell phone number is 303-929-1667
0: So one of the things we talked about is just having that much more inventory for buyers out there, right? One of the things that we were seeing a year ago, two years ago, Michael, were uh, multiple offer situations, not just multiple offers. I mean, 10, 20 offers on a particular property, right? Sometimes even more than that. Not seeing that so much anymore, right? Yeah, not so much. I'm not going to say that that You know, multiple
2: offers is completely out of the market, but we are definitely not seeing that as prevalent as we had in years past.
0: And the properties that you're seeing those on are the properties that have great locations, right? The location, location, location thing when it comes to real estate is very real. There's still demand for those properties, right? Yes, there
2: is. You know, location, certain price ranges, we are still seeing some uh, more competition, um, some multiple offers. But like I mentioned, It is just a much uh, more fair, um, you know, it's not so one-sided towards the sellers these days. The buyers now have an opportunity to, you know, play the game.
1: You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Radio 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans at 303 921-5747. If you'd like to get in touch with Michael Rittner from Rittner Realty, Inc. about buying or selling your next home or anything real estate related, definitely give him a call at 303-929-1667.
0: Dave, I've got some uh, hot listings here that oh, I wanted nice. to go, go over for, for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, if you're out there, you're looking for a new home, listen in here because we have some really nice listings this week. The first one is Kim Wormerskirchen with Metro Brokers, and she's got a great listing at 9225 East Nassau Avenue. This one's listed at 400,000 with just under 1,600 uh, square feet, a four-bed, two-bath townhome an absolutely beautiful property, easy access to two twenty five, I twenty five, and right next door to the DTC. This is one of the larger townhomes with four bedrooms on the upper level. The space is well designed and updated. If you'd like some more information on this property, give Kim Wormer Skirchen a call at seven two zero five six zero nine seven
1: seven two. I got a good one here, John. Well, let's hear about it. Yeah, this one's uh, from Mark Eibner over at Metro Brokers Realty Oasis. And this one is at 63 Hamill Street in Silver Plum, up off I-70 on the way to the mountains. Is this it one, Plum or Plume? I don't know. It's I, I always say Plum. But I always say Plume. Maybe Michael, plume. do you have any insight on this? I think Plume. You think Plume? Yeah. All right, two to one. plume. So, 63 <laughs> Hamill Street in Silver Plume. Uh, this property is 15 Is 1,524 square feet. It's got three bedrooms, two baths, and this thing is all about mountain living. If you're looking for a second home, this is a great opportunity. Uh, It sits on three acres. It's surrounded by natural forest. Uh, It's close to I-70 to access all the ski slopes up there. And it's got a brand-new deck for summer use, which is awesome. Uh, If you'd like to get in touch with Mark Eibner about this property, give him a call at 720 724 Eight zero zero one, and make sure to tell them that Dave and John sent you.
0: And I got one more here, Dave Mateo Gomez with Brokers Guild has an excellent listing at one zero two zero Vivian Street in Lakewood, on the market at nine hundred forty five thousand, just under three thousand square feet, a four bed, three bath. Beauty of a home, incredible opportunity to own a 2022 custom new build and highly sought-after Daniel's Garden neighborhood. Uh, numerous large windows flood the home with natural light throughout the day. Brand-new gourmet kitchen. Home is walking distance to Welchester Elementary, Tree Grant Park, and is a short drive to Golden Clear Creek River and various restaurants. A huge private backyard oasis spans across the creek. If you'd like some more information on this property, give Mateo Gomez a call at 561-809-7533. Nice. Uh, John, why don't
1: we start off the second half of the show?
0: So, Dave, this this is going to be a question for you here. And Michael and I were talking about this a little bit before the show buy-downs is something yes. that he's starting to see a lot more of. We certainly are running numbers on buy-downs. There's a couple of different types of buy-downs. Can
1: you talk to our audience about those types? Certainly. And at Citywide Home Loans, we are actually offering, in my opinion, more buy-down options than most lenders out there. Uh, traditionally speaking, you're seeing what is called a 3-2-1 buy-down, a 2-1 buy-down. Uh, and there's a lot of misconception around rate, interest rate, buy-down options. A lot of people think that it's an arm loan, an adjustable rate mortgage. It's not. It's got a. It's got an end cap associated with it. So hypothetically speaking, say the rate's at 6.25% and you're doing a three to one buy down. That means the first year, the rate is 3.25%, which is 3% less. The second year, it's 4.25%, which is 2% less. The third year, it's 525 which is one percent less, and then the fourth year is is going to be where it caps out at six point two five. The beauty of that product is, again, and there's a lot of misconception about it. Is what if a consumer refinances during that time frame? What happens with all the money that they use to buy down that rate? That actually, as long as they go through the same lender, with with us at least, as long as they go through us with that refinance then we can take any portion of that buy down that was applied that's remaining left over and apply that as what is called a principal reduction on their existing loan balance. So it's a great way for consumers that, you know, maybe more payment driven. You know, if a consumer is adamant about having their payment at X, it's a great option for them.
0: It's an easy way for them to kind of ease into their monthly payments. Right. Each yes. year it gets it goes up a little bit, but they're not starting out at that uh, you know, in our example here, six point two five percent interest rate whatever that rate might be. So Dave, who's who's covering the costs here? The let is
1: the lender paying for that or who covers the difference in interest? That's a great question. There are lender based buy downs and then there's seller based buy downs. Uh majority of what we're seeing out there is seller based buy downs. Like Michael was hinting earlier about the days on market increasing. You know, sellers are gonna be more advantageous to taking an offer if there's not multiple offers on the table. So they're, they're willing to work with that offer. They may increase the sales price slightly to cover the concessions. But a lot of times you, you with, with us, it's one or the other. You have to, it has to be paid fully by the seller or fully by the lender. It can't be a mixture of both. So if you're, if you're looking, if you're an agent out there and want to get your client into an interest rate buy down, make sure you have that calculated number as to what that amount is.
0: So that explains a temporary buy down, Dave. What's the difference between a temporary buy down then and a permanent buy down?
1: Permanent buy down is where you're just gonna buy down that interest rate for the entire term of the loan. So you're never gonna be able to buy down that interest rate by three percent, you know, for instance, but you could buy it down by a half, maybe three quarters of a percent to, you know, have that payment more suitable for the entire life of the
0: loan. More of a long term versus short term strategy. Exactly.
1: Yes. Awesome.
0: So I'm going to switch things here, Michael, just a little bit. Talk to us about sellers and what sellers should be doing right now. Kind of that conversation when you're meeting with a seller for the first time right now to talk about putting their house on the market. good point. How is that conversation different than it was two years ago, let's say?
1: Exactly. Because it is different, right,
0: Michael?
2: It absolutely is different. And I think that that's the number one. uh, You got to have that conversation on that first meeting. And what I like to say is set realistic expectations from the get go. Uh, You have to let them know that this isn't uh, like it was last year, two years, three years, where we plan to put a house on the market. Uh, We come up with what we think is maybe a realistic yet optimistic price. And we were getting those prices in years past. And as long as you have that uh, conversation from the get go that, hey, Look at these stats. We're seeing our days on market are a little longer. Um, We're not seeing as many multiple offers. So maybe we need to be a little more strategic on our pricing and maybe be, uh, again, more realistic rather than optimistic uh, on our pricing to really try to generate as much activity as we can from those first two weeks after list. Yes.
0: And the crazy thing is that even being optimistic you know, we saw homes going on the market and and I'm sure you did too, Michael, but that you would put them on and you' probably being pretty optimistic with the price that you put it on for. and then you still got another 10, 20 percent over what you listed the house for, right? That's a very different market than what we're in today where yes. if you put a home on what you feel like is a good value, there's probably a pretty good chance you could get an offer that comes under the ask price right now, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's definitely happening out there in the market.
1: Yeah, and and the thing about it, too, is it depends on the property, though. <laughs> if it's a good property, it stay, still may have multiple offers. If it's priced right, if it's a nice property, look at your property that you listed during Christmas. You know, that's a horrible time to list a property, but you got, you got an offer quickly. Yes. So it's got to be the right property, right area, you know, right price. Right or, price, yes, yep.
0: Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And are you having conversations with your sellers about concessions? Uh, We've seen some agents are even just putting them right in the MLS remarks like, well, you know, sellers will provide $10,000 to be used towards buying down the buyer's interest rate. Um, Not everybody's doing that, but are you at least having that conversation like, hey, we could put it on, but we may need to offer some concessions here. They may ask for them.
2: Yes, we're having that conversation because, again, that's the reality of what the market is now. And I think that if you don't set those expectations from the get-go, then the seller is going to expect they – you know, expect, oh, well, what's been happening the last two years? I expect that to happen. Or, uh, you know, I oh, it didn't sell in the first weekend. We only had three showings. What's yeah. going on? Is something wrong? Yeah, And it's just yeah. having those expectations and, and, yes, saying that, hey, if two weeks go by and we don't have an offer, maybe we offer – a rate buy down uh, public in the MLS or in the public remarks saying seller is offering a rate buy down. Um, So, yeah, I think that you just have to have those conversations rather than, um, you know, leave the expectations open and then the seller's expecting to sell. It doesn't, they assume something's wrong. Uh, You know, are we not doing our job right or where, why aren't we getting the showings? And so, yeah, just having those conversations up front and uh, you know, Always, as we say, whether it's myself or another uh, agent or realtor, always work with the trusted professional that you trust, um, you know, to take the best care of you.
1: And and, and if anybody wants to call you, Michael, what's the best number that they can reach you at? Yeah,
2: my cell phone number is 303-929-1667.
1: And again, I think it goes back to, we were talking before the show started today about your father. He has a ton of experience in this. But he may not be as on the boots on the ground as much as you may be, you know, where you're seeing you're seeing it day to day. You know, you this is your full time job. You know, there's a lot of agents out there that think the market has not changed because they're not dealing with it on a day to day basis. And I think if you're a consumer out there looking to buy or sell, you need to talk to a trusted full time agent that knows what the, what's happening in the industry.
0: There's a lot of part-time real estate agents in Colorado. I mean, there, I think that's sort of the moral of the story, right? And I think when it comes to talking about hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of dollars in a transaction, I think you really want experience on your side. Obviously, the Rittner team here, Rittner Realty, you guys have you know over 60 years' experience. I think that goes a long way when you're talking about transactions of this magnitude. Totally, 100%. Michael, what about inspections? So at one point, we saw our clients were submitting offers, and basically in their offers, they were like, we don't care what the condition of the house is. We want the house. We're going to waive everything, including inspections. Is that going to change now? Or are we going to start to see some different uh, viewpoints when it comes to inspections? Yeah, we are. We're we're already seeing that, and uh, you
2: nailed it perfect. I mean, previous waiving inspections or just putting in the contract, purchasing as is, you still have the right to an inspection. Yeah. But you know, we're agreeing that we're not going to be uh, asking for any items. And personally, you know, I that was a hard pill to swallow when somebody uh, asked me to represent them as a buyer's agent. Totally, and yeah, here yeah. we are saying, well, we're going to waive one of our biggest. Um, you know, due diligence items uh, to either not have an inspection or or uh, not ask for any items. But yes, we are seeing now uh, buyers do inspections, submit objections with reasonable items, and uh, I would say you know more times than not, uh, sellers are you know acknowledging that the market has uh, slightly changed and that. If there is an item that does need to be addressed, um, most likely they are, you know, being addressed or conceded for somehow, uh, whether concessions or maybe money towards a 2-1 buy-down like you mentioned. Uh, So, yeah, we are seeing that happen.
0: And It's crazy. It's just it's amazing how things have shifted and done. I don't know if it's a full 180, but things have definitely darn, shifted and continued. It is though, isn't it? I, From that I, extreme yes. seller's market to yeah. what I w- I would probably consider a buyer's market, and I know a lot of the agents we've had on the show, you know, have said that as well. It, it's a it's a big change. Yeah,
1: it's definitely a big change. I think it's uh, and Michael said it perfectly earlier. It's a it's a leveling the playing field. Now you can yes. represent that buyer. And represent them at the best of your ability because you can start making plays, uh, getting concessions, asking for inspection items, getting stuff, you know, lower on, you know, lower than list price. Um, you're not seeing these crazy rent backs anymore from the sellers, you know, where they want to live in the property for two months before they vacate, you know. So there's a lot of different different things that have changed, which is leveling that playing field.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Michael, so one of the last items that I wanted to touch on here is simply how you're preparing sellers to prepare their home, basically, right? So you know, before, <laughs> prior to you know the pandemic, and even a few years before that, you know, curbside appeal was one thing that we talked a lot, uh, a lot about when it came to marketing a home. What's the What's the first impression that a buyer has when they pull up to a house? I would say over the last couple of years, it didn't really matter. In most cases, right? It could kind of look like, like crap. Uh, the inside, same thing. Is that conversation changing with your sellers now? How are you
1: preparing them to prepare their homes? That's a valid, yeah. That's a good point, John. I think these sellers, you can't, like, if you're if you're listing their property, Michael, you can't go in there with your smartphone and just start taking photos. You know, and, and back in the day, a lot of times there wasn't even photos in the MLS.
2: Yeah, I always say you you kinda have to go back to square one. We have to go back to the basics. And yes. for me at least, doing this as long as I have, when I started, the market was literally flip flopped of where we were now. Two thousand six, seven, eight, yeah. we were yes. at highest number of inventory on record. Yeah. A complete buyer's market. Um so you have to kinda go back to square one and start just preparing your sellers can't just put it on the market you may have to do a little bit of a touch up maybe some decluttering uh yes. so that it you know the space shows a little more fluid uh yes work on your outdoor curb appeal uh because rather than having 20 people lined up you may get one showing and your goal is to try to present that property as nice as possible to that one person and hope that
1: they buy it exactly now and we're seeing a lot more of that on a lending side of things as we're seeing more agents reaching out to us on on how we can help market their properties. So, you know, I'm I'm on social media, marketing people's properties. We're helping them out with joint flyers. We're helping them out with open houses. So you're starting to see a lot more agents going back to the basics. Got to get back to work when it comes to listings, huh? Exactly.
0: (laughs) You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans, 303-921-5747. If you would like to get in touch with Michael Rittner about buying or selling your next home, he can be reached at 303-929-1667.
1: So, guys, with the with this being a sports show and everything, what are you, what are you guys seeing around town about Denver sports? Uh, obviously, the Broncos ain't a new head coach. Uh, Sean Payton is in the home. mix. I think that that's a... yeah. Would be a great opportunity. I, I still love Coach Prime up in CU Boulder and everything he's been doing from a recruiting standpoint. But what else are you guys seeing out there? How about the Nuggets? I know those Nuggets are rocking. They're playing some great basketball.
0: I don't pay a lot of attention to basketball, but holy cow, that Joe Kick guy—he can play some basketball. It's unbelievable. He yeah, are they? I I thought I saw a stat the other day. Are they the second, uh, like the second best team in the NBA right now?
2: I think they are tied with the Memphis Grizzlies yes. for the number one uh, seed in the
0: entire NBA. Yeah, is that right? They're
1: leading. They're leading their conference. I do know that much.
0: That's crazy, yeah. man. That's good for the Nuggets. Yeah, it's been know, a while in the making. I feel like, but and the hopefully. Avalanche
1: are on a little bit of a roll, so that's good to see. After a little bit of a slide, there I think.
0: Exactly, we lost some games, yeah. but back on track. Hopefully, yeah, uh, they've got a championship to defend.
1: They do. Yes, no kidding. I, I, I still love Coach Prime, Dion up and CU. I think that's like the coolest it's huge. thing. It's huge. We're starting to see some crazy recruits coming to CU. So. And they got that, what, week zero game that they're trying to slate with CU and Arizona State. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's going to be the oh, first. Cool. I think it's supposed to be the first NCAA football game of the year. So uh, uh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That would be awesome. Well, Michael, any last minute thoughts, man? I really appreciate you coming on the show. Always love having you on the show.
0: No, I,
2: again, thank you guys. Always great to be on here, chat yeah. with you guys, kind of let the let the public and the consumer know what's going on in the Denver real estate market and the uh, what's going on with the mortgages.
1: No, totally. Excellent. Well, great show, gentlemen. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with Michael Rittner from Rittner Realty, Inc. to discuss anything real estate related, he can be reached at 303-929-1667. Thank you so much for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have questions about financing your next home or refinancing your current mortgage, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans at 303-921-5747. Don't miss next week's show airing right here on ESPN Radio 1600 on Saturday at 7 a.m. You can find our past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com.